Hey everyone, this is Adrienne Everhart, and in this podcast episode, I'm going to talk about attracting and keeping love using feminine energy lifestyle techniques. These are amazing techniques. I want you to really consider them and look deeper into how you can utilize these feminine energy lifestyle techniques in your life. They have worked for me. They have worked for my clients. It incorporates a little bit of feng shui and creating space for the man, which is something I teach you, but also it's about reflecting back into your life what's happening in and around your home. I'm going to share five tips with you that I absolutely love and trust, and I recommend you use them immediately, whether you are trying to rebuild with your husband or your partner, or you're attracting a man into your life, into your home, you're at that place in your relationship where you're ready to move in together, or you just want to create space that I'm ready for a man. I'm ready for a man to be in my life and be with me. I've got some great stories, some great examples to share with you. So stick around. This podcast is going to be a lot of fun. Are you tired of feeling misunderstood, ignored, or frustrated by the men in your life? Do you wish you knew how to communicate with them in a way that makes them listen, respect, and adore you? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to check out my ebook, 500 Ways to Talk to a Man. This ebook is a comprehensive guide to help you master the art of feminine communication and get what you want from any man in an authentic, warm, loving, caring way. Whether you're single, dating, or in a relationship, this ebook teaches you how to express your feelings, needs, and desires in a way that makes him want to please you and commit to you. You'll learn how to avoid common mistakes that push men away, how to use your voice and body language to attract and keep attention, and how to handle conflict and disagreements without losing his respect, and much, much more. Plus, you'll get access to my two-day video class that teaches you a lot of body postures and poses that you can use in a lot of different situations, so you'll never run out of the right words to say. 500 Ways to Talk to a Man is the ultimate resource for any woman who wants to improve her communication skills and create a deeper connection with the man in her life. Don't miss this opportunity to transform your love life and get my ebook today. Go to www.everheartcoaching.com and get your copy. The link is below in the description. I will start off by letting you know that I have a couple of YouTube videos on this subject and in my Facebook group, I Heart Love Academy, it's a popular subject called Love Corner and it's about creating a corner in your room that is solely for attracting love into your life. Now, I also have an ebook about this and you get it free When you purchase any of my programs, it's in the VIP library, which has over 20 items. And with my programs, you get so many extra bonuses. So definitely check those out on my website, everheartcoaching.com. So let's start off with the love corner. It's the most popular one that everyone you may already know about. And love corner is a combination of a couple of different things that I had learned studying feng shui, but also things that I was practicing in my life that felt good, that felt feminine. 
and was really about love and attraction. There's a corner of your room that's designated for feelings of love, warmth, and softness. And you don't really think about like, which corner of my room feels more loving to me? But if you were to walk directly into your bedroom, and I'm going to assume you're in some sort of square-shaped room, the furthest corner to your right, that's your love corner. That's your love area. So even if your room is circular or it's shaped differently, it's just going to be that furthest to the right if you walked in the door to your bedroom. So in this location, whether you have a window, you might have a bookshelf, that might be where your bed is, I want you to rearrange your room in some way that you can have a little bit of a shrine or a wall hanging or something decorative like a small bookshelf. In my bedroom, I have about a three-tiered rattan plant stand. It also doubles as a little bit of a bookshelf, and I keep some items there, like I have my salt lamp, I have a couple of books that I'm reading, I have a plant there. But on that top shelf, this is where you want to maximize the energy in that love corner area, and you want to have a couple of objects that draw forth love. So this would mean having things in pairs. So for a long time, I had two little ceramic bunnies and those bunnies definitely represented a pair and a couple, but also reproduction. And I thought bunnies were really appropriate. So I had a little pair of bunnies. I had two glittery pink votive candle holders and I had pink red candle in each of them and it was really beautiful color combinations. I do believe red and pinks and colors like this, they're fiery, they're passionate. I love that it was a candle, but we're gonna have pears. That's the key takeaway here is that you want pears. I also recommend having something that neutralizes energy such as a salt lamp, or a soapstone or something that neutralizes and softens energy. You might already have some stones or crystals that you feel, just feel connected to on some level. And go ahead and have those there. But you want that love corner to reflect love. You don't want anything on that shelf or anything in that area to represent loneliness, being alone, You don't want a photo of just a single swan. You want a photo or art that represents love and being together. And that's going to be so subjective. That's going to be based on your taste. And when you look at that photo or that art, what do you feel? But I really recommend not doing what I had previously done, which I had this photo I had had since college. It was a black and white photograph of a woman walking in one direction and a man walking in the other direction. And it really kind of symbolized unrequited love. Like we're just two ships passing in the night and here's my perfect soulmate, but I'm missing him. We're just passing each other by somehow. And that's how I'd felt a lot in my life. And that's why I resonated with that photo. But really that photo has no place in my life (laughs) because it's reflecting back to me what I don't want. So I want you to take your love corner seriously. Again, you walk in your bedroom. It is the furthest area to the right. And that is your love corner. Make it beautiful. Make it inviting. Have things in pairs. Use the color red or pink. 
have any artwork hung there that feels particularly romantic or loving. This is where we're calling forth love energy to that area. So let's go ahead and stay in your bedroom. And I'm going to talk about creating drawer space for a man. Drawer space is one of the most important things you can do because you're actually creating space in your home for a man's objects to fill those spaces. And when you create an area for someone to fill it, whether that is you dig a hole and nature somehow fills it up, but you're creating space for that man to come into your life. I will never forget early on in my coaching career, I had a client who very much was in love with this man, wanted to have him in her life, and was really strong in her masculine energy. She didn't want to bend over backwards for him and had these assumptions that feminine energy might be about doing and changing her life in such drastic ways to please a man. And I told her, I said, no, let's start small by creating space for him. Can you put a small table by your bed so when he comes over, he has a completely cleared table, maybe with just one lamp to put his things and a drawer. You're creating space for him by your bed. And she said, well, I don't really have room there. I just have a basket for him to throw his stuff in. And I said, I really recommend you get the smallest little table you can. Go to an antique store, go to a thrift store, hop on Wayfair, go somewhere, find a really small table, just something. He's got to have space. She was completely against it. It went against the decor in her bedroom. She didn't need a table on that side of the bedroom. And eventually this man lost interest in her because I feel like this table was representation of inviting him into her life. And that's what you want to do. You want to create that space to invite that man into your life. At some point with Jeff, I knew that if it wasn't going to be him, it was going to be someone else. So I went and emptied several dresser drawers in my bedroom. I cleared out some space in my closet and I made room for him. I cleared out the side table that was next to my bed and I created space for him. That space was for him and only for him. I didn't have anything in it that belonged to me. Did it kind of cramp my style a little bit for a while? Yes, it did. But soon enough, he came along and he filled that space. And it's really remarkable how fast this can happen in your life. So absolutely try this. And when you show the guy that you've created this little table for him, you might be a little worried about, oh my gosh, like I've created this place for you and how do I tell him this? Well, I want you to act like it's not a big deal. You don't have to show him all your empty dresser drawers or anything like that, but show him that little side table and say, oh, I cleared out this table for you and just open it up and show him and let him be curious about it. And if you can just go into another room and do another project, just act really nonchalantly. So when I did this with Jeff, I remember hearing him sliding open the drawer and looking around and maybe feel even feeling around in the drawer to make sure it really was empty, like it really was for him, and closing the drawer. And I just remember it was this moment in my house. I'll never forget how the energy felt in my house. It was like something shifted in that moment. He had his own drawer. And I also showed him I had him one drawer in my dresser drawer. And he goes, well, I won't need that. And I said, okay. 
I said, if it's, if you do need it though, it's there for you. And I just shut it, acted like it was no big deal. And you create space for that man. It's a really powerful one, ladies. Please explore this. Please clean out your closet, create a little space for this man. Even if he's going to have his own closet in a different room, create that space for him now. Hi, this is Adrienne Everhart, and I'm curious, are you ready to attract a loving partner and create your very own happily ever after? Maybe you've seen my growing list of testimonials on my Instagram page, or somehow you've been drawn to my work with feminine energy. I've helped a lot of women find true love, get engaged, married, and some even remarried. I want to help do the same wonderful thing in your life. I want to share Fem Tools for Dating. It's a program on my website and it's waiting for you. You see, dating can feel really difficult. And I teach you how to go from feeling invisible and intimidated online to creating connection with men and calling forth quality men into your life. Step by step, I guide you from the very first hello to happily ever after. I teach you so many feminine energy tools along the way and so, so much more. Now, if you want a coach that gets results and has methods that have helped women all over the world, Fem Tools is available when you need it. So head on over to my website. That's Everheart Coaching, E-V-E-R-H-E-A-R-T Coaching, and look for Fem. That stands for Feminine Energy Mindset Method. Trust me, ladies, this very affordable program does not disappoint. Tired of feeling misunderstood, ignored, or frustrated by the men in your life? Do you wish you knew how to communicate with them in a way that makes them listen, respect, and adore you? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to check out my ebook, 500 Ways to Talk to a Man. This ebook is a comprehensive guide to help you master the art of feminine communication and get what you want from any man in an authentic, warm, loving, caring way. Whether you're single, dating, or in a relationship, this ebook teaches you how to express your feelings, needs, and desires in a way that makes him want to please you and commit to you. You'll learn how to avoid common mistakes that push men away, how to use your voice and body language to attract and keep attention, and how to handle conflict and disagreements without losing his respect, and much, much more. Plus, you'll get access to my two-day video class that teaches you a lot of body postures and poses that you can use in a lot of different situations so you'll never run out of the right words to say. 500 Ways to Talk to a Man is the ultimate resource for any woman who wants to improve her communication skills and create a deeper connection with the man in her life. Don't miss this opportunity to transform your love life and get my ebook today. Go to www.everheartcoaching.com and get your copy. The link is below in the description. This next one is a tough one, especially if you're still in love with a man who has walked out or abandoned you. And this is about removing any objects that he has given you. This one was particularly tough for me because I am sentimental, but 
you all know about the artist. If you don't, I talk about him. He's the man that came along and love-bombed me uh, after my first husband and I were separating. He really love-bombed me. I do believe there's a type of man out there that is drawn to women who are in these weak, vulnerable places. And they just come in and they're the most fabulous thing that's ever happened in your world. And then they just like drop you one day. And that's exactly what happened with us. And it was just devastating. It's why I started my career because I really didn't want that to happen to any other woman out there. If I could reach you and tell you the warning signs and tell you how to get over this sort of situation, I didn't want anyone to go through the pain that I went through rebuilding my life after this person abandoned me. So shortly before we broke up, he had (laughs) promised me a trip to Philly for a friend of his's wedding. So a friend of his was getting married and he said, oh, it's in Philly. And he's telling all his friends, yeah, we're going to Philly. We're going to Philly. And I'm like, yeah, Philly. I've never been to Philly. And we drive for hours and hours and I'm waiting to get to Philly and I'm waiting to see a skyline, you know, (laughs) the city. And I'm just seeing cornfields, cornfield after cornfield after cornfield. And I said, how far are we from Philly? And he said, well, and there was this moment where he, I don't think he was lying to me. I think that he just referred to Pennsylvania as Philly. And and the guy used to live there. But we were in the middle of nowhere. Nothing but corn cobs everywhere I looked. And it was beautiful countryside. It was beautiful. But it was not Philly. So I went to this wedding with him and I said, you know, we're not in Philly. Like we're, we're in, I don't know where we were, maybe Lancaster. I have no idea. And, and he was like, well, that's what we always call it. Like, that's what we always call it. We call it Philly. And I'm like, but this is not Philly. Like Philly's a city. So while we were there at this wedding, I, one of the little raffles, I won this beautiful little dish with a flower arrangement in it. It was like a little frog or made out of glass very beautiful. So I had this beautiful little glass frog on my table and it had, it was a beautiful flower arrangement. And the next couple of nights we went out with friends of his. And I remember a couple of people saying like, Hey, how was Philly? How was Philly? And I said, we didn't go to Philly. Like we were in farming country. There was no shops or theaters or restaurants. Like we were in the middle of nowhere. And I remember this girl like laughing at that. And I looked over and I saw the artist and he knew exactly, he had fire in his eyes. He knew exactly what we were talking about. And I'm sure he felt like an idiot. I don't know what he felt. You know, I can't imagine swapping a state and a city's names, but I guess it can happen. Well, wouldn't you know it, a week later he broke up with me and I had this beautiful ornament this glass dish, this frog, so beautiful. And every day I would just look at it and pine for him and cry and cry. And at some point I had to get that thing out of my house. It was not serving me. It was not helping me. And when I did, which took all of my strength because A, it was very beautiful and it marked my last little trip and out of town with him. And it meant so much to me. That thing had to go to the curb. I had to get it out of my house. And when I did, 
I really woke up to feeling a lot different about the relationship. I began to see that if this person really wanted to be with me, he would. That I don't need to hold on to old things from the past to keep that love alive. The love that I had with him and the love that I felt with him, it's always in me. You know, even if later, maybe it didn't seem to be what it was. But I still loved him and I was still had some really happy times with him. That's what I want to remember. Not be stuck in time by those objects holding you down. So if you have objects in your house that another man has given you, do not have them in your bedroom. And do not have them in a place where you will be entertaining a man. And if you can, gift them to someone. Because as long as you're keeping that man and the things he's given you in your life, you're looking at it, you're thinking of that person, you will not call forth the right man. I absolutely believe this. So that's a little bit my long story about this, but objects of a previous lover, if you can, remove them from your house and allow a new love to come into that space. All right, so this next tip is about what you attract in your home and your bedroom and particularly your bedroom you do not want to have photos of your family. I'm sorry, but your bedroom is really a place of just you and the person you're in love with or going to be married to. I remember this one woman I was working with. She had all these beautiful canvases of her children and her family, and they were gorgeous. And she had this wonderful wall collage. And I said, but look, when you go in that bedroom with your husband, it's about you and your husband. It's not about you, your husband, and all the kids and the beach trip you went on. <laughs> it's about you and your husband. It's about love. It's about romance. It's about connection. A lot of healing can happen in your bedroom. So clear out that space. Again, don't have any photos or art of single items. You want to have art or photos of either the two of you on your wedding day, smiling, looking very happy, you want to have photos reflecting back of you and your partner smiling and looking so happy. In fact, if you're in a tough spot in your marriage, go find a beautiful photo that you never printed of you two and make a nice print of it and put it somewhere that the both of you can see in the house or that you can see. You want to have that loving, warm energy of that relationship reflecting back to you. And in that bedroom, it's just about you and your husband and make sure the art and photographs don't reflect that back. Some people also don't feel like you should have mirrors in your room that reflect your appearance back to you while you sleep. I have some mirrored furniture that I guess it kind of obstructs my appearance back to me if I was really trying to see myself sleeping, but I think it's really more about having big mirrors that reflect your image back to you while you sleep. I'm not exactly sure about that one. But if you are sleeping alone in your bed and you would rather have a man there, it's almost like having a painting or a piece of art of a woman alone in her bed. So I, I think that's where it probably has some merit. All right, my last tip is a really important one. This is one that I make sure and utilize. It's another feng shui tip. And my goodness, every time I ever falter on this or get behind on it, I go and check that spot and sure enough, it's full of clutter. So this spot, you do not want it to have cluttery. And that is wherever you walk into your house, whatever door you use primarily to walk into your house, there's going to be a counter 
or something to your left or to your right. That tabletop, that counter space needs to be kept as clean and as clutter free as it possibly can. So this is a place where we drop off keys. And this is a place where sometimes my husband keeps his wallet and his sunglasses. But otherwise, you want to have that spot clean and clear. You can have like a nice little dish with flowers. Flowers are a great way to invite love into your house. If things are ever tense in your marriage or your relationship, have a beautiful bouquet of flowers in any room and every room that you can. And it doesn't have to be anything fancy. It can be carnations and baby's breath. It's just that those flowers attract and send out love. So you could have some flowers in that spot, but no clutter. If you're arguing, if you're bickering, if you're at each other's throats and you just can't seem to get along, I can promise you go look at that spot right now in your house and it has clutter there. It has clutter there or it needs to be cleaned in some way. I do believe you can kind of clean the air if you light an incense or you burn something, a candle, or some people like to burn sage, whatever it may be, with the intention that I'm going to clear this space of any negative energy. I don't really understand how negative energy works, but I know it's real. I have literally walked into a room and been like, what has just happened here? Are you guys arguing? Like feeling the energy in the room and just knowing like something just happened here that the energy feels off to me. We are so sensitive to these cues. So anything you can do to improve the energy, such as fresh flowers, even a beautiful house plant, that's a spot where you want to have it. All right, everyone. I hope that this podcast has been really, really helpful to attract and keep love in your life. I love sharing feminine energy lifestyle tips with you. And if you enjoy hearing more about things you can do in your house and your home and fashion and things like this to get more into your feminine energy, please do let me know. I love to hear from you. You can either send me an email from my website, everheartcoaching.com, or you can find me on YouTube or my free Facebook group, I Heart Love Academy. All right, everyone, sending you much love today and always. Bye-bye. everyone. This is Adrian Everhart. If you're enjoying my podcast and also enjoy my YouTube channel, I suggest you go a little bit deeper into one of my self-study programs. I recommend everyone start with my ebook, 500 Ways to Talk to a Man. It also comes with a two-day video class. This ebook has transformed the lives of so many women because I help you get aligned with your natural feminine energy and learn to speak and phrase your words in a way that really connects to a man's heart instead of challenging him with masculine energy. I can teach you so much more in my self-study programs. I have something for every topic that you may be interested in. And of course, New Man Manifesto, which is a 12-week manifesting course. It comes with homework and lots of extras. So head on over to my website, everheartcoaching.com to learn more. Thank you.